Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm going to push the button on uh, my next guest who uh, I haven't talked to since the season ended. Glad to get him on tonight because the NFL is the only league truly in action these days. And it's not on field action, but it's action just the same. It's pretty damn important for your football team if you're planning on being a contender next year. Joining us from footballguys.com, one of the best football websites out there, editor-in-chief, Mr. Sigmund Bloom. How are you, Sig? Doing all right. You know, we're all trying to stay safe, but the NFL, as always, gives us a good distraction. Exactly, and we need it because we don't have the NBA or the NHL or the PGA or a whole bunch of other sports to distract us. Um a big distraction tonight, depending on how the vote comes down. Supposedly, by midnight tonight, all the votes will have been cast by all the players in the National Football League. We know their executive committee has recommended that this should be a CBA that does get passed. It will change the dynamic of free agency, depending on how the vote goes. What's the latest you're hearing? Are we going to get a yay or a nay come midnight? Yeah, well, you know, Jody, we had that... Uh... Uh, president of the NFLPA change. Uh, I believe that the new president voted in favor of it, uh, but had some reservations. Um, I, I think that there's a, some chance that it will be approved tonight. Uh, however, it's very difficult. Uh, we can only go on the votes that we know and the player reaction. There were a lot of players that were outspoken and said no, but you have to wonder if the players that said no were the most outspoken. So I do think the whole league, including Bill Belichick, uh, has been waiting for this to determine how to go forward with the Tom Brady situation, uh, which then is that first domino in the quarterback carousel, which is really that first domino in looking ahead to these teams next season and what their plan is. If it is a no, as you said, there are going to be some uh, individual players who have been pretty outspoken about it who are going to be pretty put off. If it comes down a yes, that tells you that the majority of those did sign off on it, some of which will be heading immediately to free agency, most of which will just go on with the team that they're with, and we'll find out over a year or two or three whether they okayed a good CBA or a bad CBA. We know the owners are actually kind of tentative about it being accepted. Again, it comes down to individual circumstances with teams, some because of where they're at with players and contracts and everything else, want to see it get passed. Others think it was a little bit of a light CBA that they handed to the players anyway and want to go back to the bargaining table, if not to war. How will the owners in general, I know this is a uh, uh, wide-sweeping generalization about all the teams, how will the owners react if the players turn them down? Well, 
I, under normal circumstances, Jody, I think that would be the first move in the mating dance. You know, uh, these are both sides that aren't used to losing, and the first offer is not going to be the best offer. So it would make sense for the players to reject it, even without looking at the substance of it uh, in that theory. But obviously, these things, uh, these, these times aren't typical times. So um, I, I don't know because I wonder whether attention, and this is a question, Jody, that also extends to the beginning of the league year, which is supposed to happen on Tuesday. I saw Sean Payton said he doesn't expect that to happen. They expect it to uh, be moved back. I'm sorry, Wednesday. Um, you know, attention is split, especially because these owners also have other enterprises and other things to be looking after whether this entire thing would go on the back burner, whereas under normal circumstances, uh, maybe there might be some push. But the owners have also been trying to get out there the idea that if you say no to this, then we're not talking until after the season, which does make a more precarious situation and and possibly induce more players to vote yes. I I don't think we're going to see movement on the situation for a while if the players do vote no. Yeah, I'm with you. I think that it uh, could get a little testy before it ever gets uh, heading back in the right direction. Our buddy Sigmund Bloom from footballguys.com here with us on CBS Sports Radio. All right, uh, whether it does or doesn't get passed, I don't think it has a a big effect directly on one individual who you went to first and everybody does because he is kind of the greatest quarterback of all time, and that would be Tom Brady. He's not the greatest quarterback in the NFL right now, and that's what we're talking about his services next year, but his situation isn't going to change drastically with or without a collective bargaining agreement. Others could. Brady, not so. Uh, if, If it's passed, does that make it more likely he goes back to the Patriots or less likely he goes back to the Patriots? I don't think it really changes the choice for him. And I don't know that he has made his choice. I don't know that Belichick has made that last plea, last offer again, because they've been waiting reportedly for this uh, clarity on the CBA. I think Tom Brady is looking potentially to life after football and what could be a springboard, maybe resettling in Southern California or, or Las Vegas. I think Tom Brady could be looking at individual personalities Bruce Arians or John Gruden, you know, who he wants to play with. I think that there's always, because of uh, the things that have been raised about the Jimmy Garoppolo situation, uh, possibility that maybe Brady and or Belichick want to show that they can do it without the other. And then there is still that San Francisco blip that came up over the last week. So uh, there's a lot of uncertainty. And Joey, I think it's because the situation hasn't been decided by the parties involved. Let me ask you, since you went there, uh, yeah. about San Francisco. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo is under contract. He was the quarterback for a team that went to the Super Bowl, actually had a lead in the Super Bowl. Um, yes, he missed a pass of an open wide receiver in the second half of that game that could have made it a different outcome, but he had a damn good season and is young and has still upside. I think his game can get better. Why is he falling out of favor? With the San Francisco, because he missed that one pass because they lost the last game of the season to the Kansas City Chiefs, a, a team that was favored over them going into the game. Why is Garopp? Why is it all coming down on Garoppolo? I watched that game. I don't think he was the reason to blame. It was Mahomes making the plays against the San Francisco defense that won the game. Why is he under such heat these days? Well, I don't know that he's fallen out of favor 
And maybe if Tom Brady wasn't out there, we would have never really had a story here. But I do think there's something to the idea of a quarterback that instills confidence in his teammates, that if it comes down to one play, one drive, that our quarterback's going to get it done for us. And obviously Tom Brady gives that confidence, whereas the 49ers marched through the playoffs, they barely relied on Jimmy Garoppolo. And when they had to rely on Jimmy Garoppolo, Garoppolo not only didn't make the plays, but felt that sinking feeling around the team. Now, he did have an incredible game against New Orleans, the game that really set them up to have home field advantage and make that run through the playoffs. So he does have that success to build on. But I think from Kyle Shanahan's point of view, you're in a Super Bowl window. You have a chance to have a quarterback who's associated with the most Super Bowl success in NFL history. And from Tom Brady's perspective, if you have a chance to join a team that was that close, and maybe if you're interested in getting that seventh ring, you're interested in showing everybody, I was really the most important part of those teams. It's a rare opportunity. Is Philip Rivers going to land in a spot that gives him the best chance to get the elusive Super Bowl ring, or is he going to land in a spot that either A, pays him the most money, or uh, sucks up to him the most? Right. I would think, well, maybe all three, right? Uh, (laughs) If you get all three, then that's an easy decision. Yes, right. right. I mean, I certainly think that in Indianapolis, you have the coaching staff continuity, of course, with Frank Reich and Nick Sirianni from the time with the Chargers. You also have a team that is set up pretty well on both sides of the ball in terms of talent. Uh, And you have a team that has a ton of cap room. So I think that Indianapolis just makes so much sense. I know Tampa was a team that was thrown out in, in conjunction with him at first. But I'm not sure if that's the direction Tampa's going right now. Uh, I think Indianapolis makes a lot of sense, and they should be the favorite to get him. Is it a foregone conclusion that Jameis Winston is not back in Tampa? I think it's a foregone conclusion he's not back as the starter. I do think that Peter King said something in his uh, column a week or two ago that he expects there to be about five quarterbacks who are unhappy at the end of the quarterback musical chairs. And I think one of those is Jameis Winston. And nobody, I believe, is going to sign him to be a starter. Now, he could come back to Tampa Bay as a backup, maybe to Tom Brady or to Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, A lot of the buzz coming out of Tampa is that they want to let Jameis Winston test the market, and they don't think he's going to find a market. Trubisky going to be the starter opening day for Chicago? Yes, but much in the same way that Marcus Mariota was the starter opening day last year for Tennessee. I did see that uh, getting word back out that Andy Dalton is available on the trade market, which we all knew. So I don't know if that's a sign that there was some overtures made towards the Bears and the Bears said no thanks because that's the very uh, clear fit. Another place where Dalton could end up maybe would be New England if Tom Brady doesn't come back. But I do think you're going to see someone brought in to Chicago that is a reasonable, viable alternative if Trubisky doesn't improve. One situation that will absolutely be uh, affected by whether the collective bargaining agreement passes or not is down in Dallas because they've got two guys that they uh, desperately want to retain. One's their quarterback, one's their star wide receiver. If the new CBA goes through, you only have one franchise tag to give out. If the old one is still in place, you have two. And I would suspect the Cowboys would put the franchise tag on both Amari Cooper and uh, Dak Prescott. Agree or disagree? I agree. And they're going to let Byron Jones walk, and he'll probably end up staying in the division. So I I think with Dak Prescott, they're eventually going to have to just take their medicine and uh, have to 
spend more money than they would have if they had signed him before the season. Likewise with Omari Cooper, but they feel like they're in a Super Bowl window. They hired like they're in a Super Bowl window with the, that super staff under Mike McCarthy. Will Mike McCarthy better Dak Prescott? Will he be a better player under uh, him than he was under Jason Garrett? I don't know that Mike McCarthy is really going to change that much of Dak Prescott's uh, trajectory. Honestly, Jody, I'm more interested to see how Jason Garrett does as an offensive coordinator uh, with the Giants and Jerry Skolpinski working with Daniel Jones. And maybe we see, like, say, Cam Cameron, that Jason Garrett is, still has a lot of quality as an offensive coordinator after he, he – I won't say he failed as a head coach, but he fell short of expectations. One of the teams that has been most speculated uh, around and about with the quarterback musical chairs or carousel, call it what you want, uh, has been the Raiders. And Derek Carr is their starting quarterback. I'm a Derek Carr fan. I think yeah. he's a pretty damn good player. Uh, I would not be looking to change my quarterback if I had Derek Carr, but it just seems that he and John Gruden have never been completely simpatico. Who's going to be the Raiders' opening day quarterback? Well, I think that they probably want it to be Tom Brady. The question is whether Brady wants that. I know that there would be a very robust trade market for Derek Carr. His contract is very reasonable, which shows you how quickly these quarterback salaries escalate because it isn't like he's vastly outperformed the contract. Uh, Vic Tafer, who's been writing about the Raiders forever, said that a change of scenery might do Carr well. So uh, Bruce Arian said, when they asked about quarterback plans, he said, we have to see who's out there. I think Derek Carr is one of those players that could end up in Tampa if he indeed is out there for the taking. All right. We're about, what, three days away from the uh, literal start of free agents. I know tampering is Monday, but you can start signing on Monday. If we go uh, with three as the number. Uh, Three days from now, it'll all start. Three weeks from now, I'm guessing most of the chairs have been settled. Not all, but most Three months from now, certainly that's going to be the case because we'll be moving up on the beginning of uh, the preseason. And then after the season, we'll know how everything shook out. Who's going to be the quarterback that is going to be still sitting three weeks from now, but at the end of the season is going to be a guy leading a playoff team? Hmm. Well, Teddy Bridgewater is interesting because I think that we saw his play really start to come together right before Drew Brees came back. And it's really easy to forget that he hadn't played meaningful football in about three years. I also think you've got leadership and you've got uh, somebody that is going to get buy-in from his teammates. So Teddy Bridgewater is one that I think because he doesn't necessarily have uh, the, the resume at this point because of that time off and time as a backup, that might not get a lot of interest the first time around in free agency. But if I was a Bears fan, that would be the quarterback that I hope my team ends up with in the quarterback musical chairs. All right. And the best speculation I'll ask you to do is right here. Okay. Uh, I, I know, or at least what I'm reading, most people believe that it's more than 50-50 that this new CBA is going to be ratified, that the players are going to vote yes. I don't know that, but I'm judging that by other people who cover the game for a living, like yourself and others who have a better grasp than me. It seems like more is saying yay than nay. But it's, as I say, close to 50-50. It's not 90-10. It's not a foregone conclusion. I don't know why, but I'm falling on the negative side here. I don't think it's going to get done. Will there be an owner who will step out shortly after they make this announcement and go, 
man, did the players screw up. Now they've rained heck down on them. Uh, we'll start the new negotiations whenever. We're just going to tune into this upcoming season. The players can uh, go pound sand as far as I'm concerned. Will there be an outspoken uh, outspoken owner about the players making a mistake by turning down the uh, latest collective bargaining agreement? I would expect so. I mean, these, this is the kind of negotiation tactics that allowed these billionaires to win deals and become the kind of figures that can own teams. And I think, Jody, really subtly, before the CBA vote, we saw some massaging of things through some different mouthpieces about, well, this provision is really good for the players or this provision is really good for the players in a way that makes me think that you know, they were setting up this idea that if the players reject this, then they were being unreasonable. And if the fans want to point a finger at anybody for a potential work stoppage, it should be the players. So that kind of tactic makes sense. Maybe it won't happen right away, depending on other things that are going on and whether it really has people's attention. But I do think that if the players reject it, then they're probably going to get a next offer that maybe shows that they did make a mistake. Although, again, this is how these big scale negotiations tend to go. And I was uh, interested to see whether you went there or not. Who's going to be the guy? You said there's going to be an owner that's going to do it. I kind of agree with you. Yeah. Want to name a name? Um, maybe, I mean, I, I, you know, Jerry Jones pops, comes to mind. He always anyway. does. But but he probably won't because he's got such high-profile guys that he wants right. to. He, he'd probably, for a change, Jerry would rather keep his negotiatings, nego- negotiations and stances and the like behind the scenes. So if not Jerry, who else? Maybe the Jets owner, maybe Johnson. Um, um, you know, it, it's it's hard to say. Maybe David Tepper, just because he doesn't have that accountability yet and he seems like uh, you know, he, he's going to be very outspoken and, and very hands-on with the team. So I do think that you know, th- it is an interesting uh, idea because, like you said, there might not have been unanimity from the owners. And, and certainly uh, I, I'm interested to see what Tepper does as part, uh, the newest member of this group. That is uh, could be one way that it shakes out. As always, Sigmund, you come with information whenever uh, we ask you to join us. Good opinion. We appreciate that. Uh, we'll get you on before the NFL draft. We'll put that aside for a couple of weeks while free agency plays out. Thanks for hopping on with us tonight, bud. We'll talk to you again soon enough. Always look forward to it. Thanks, Jody. My pleasure. Sigmund Bloom from footballguys.com, their editor-in-chief. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.